So welcome to Boom It's on the Blockchain, and we are live streaming. This is our first one to live stream, and today I have Shep with me. How's it going, Shep? Hey, Al. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. Good. So for all the viewers out there, if anyone's actually logged in to watch us right now, we've actually gone on live 10 minutes early. Uh, we're looking to start doing daily shows just about what's happening in the blockchain space. So um, over to you, Shep. What do you think we should talk about today? Um, about uh, Colorado uh, green Bitcoin mining. How about you, Al? Yeah, perfect. Green Bitcoin mining. So let's have a look. This is a recent press release featuring the company down in Colorado. Let me just add that to the screen, Shep. So Zion Energy I Solar Power for Green Bitcoin Mining in Colorado. So why is green Bitcoin mining becoming, you know, mainstream news within the space? Well, really, it's just because of, you know, maybe what Elon Musk was talking about. But up until now, the majority of Bitcoin mining, and we were talking just last year about 90% of all Bitcoin mining was happening in China, and it was all powered essentially by coal power plants. So you've got coal power plants powering Bitcoin mining. So you, at that time, when people started to work out the CO2 emissions created from Bitcoin mining, you were basically creating more CO2 emissions in Bitcoin uh, mining than the whole of Argentina. So what's happened over the, the past 18 months is there's been two major developments. One is we've got it featured in our energy token news. It's um, Chinese cryptocurrency miners finding a home in North America. So what you're finding is that the Chinese government no longer wants Bitcoin mining happening in China. This is a strategic decision for them. And what's happening is there's a huge surge in Bitcoin mining now moving out to the States. So this is one of the big moves that's happening here. But as it moves to the States, we don't want to just be powering this with fossil fuels. We want to move into this new age of green Bitcoin mining. So let's go back to our featured article and you can tell us a little bit about this then, Shep. Uh, yes, yeah, certainly. Um, the United States is uh, um, the second biggest uh, Bitcoin mining destination on the planet. It accounts for nearly 17% of all the world's Bitcoin miners, uh, which is an increase of 151% in the last year. However, there's a major environment concern as Bitcoin, um, like Al was mentioning, like other cryptocurrencies, require large amounts of energy um, to operate due to the computations of the mainframe mining rigs <coughs> needed for Bitcoin mining. And also, um, with the advent of uh, administration of uh, solar energy development in green Bitcoin mining, it also lessens the carbon footprint and uh, lessens global warming in effect. So it uh, frees up more of the energy, the leftover energy to feed back into the energy grid likewise. And yeah, so, so if you think about what we're doing here with Zion Energy, so I'll put another energy tokens news article up. So, you know, what our show is gonna be about is 
essentially key news articles that we feature each day on the site, Shep and I and other guests will talk about them. So if we look at the sort of cryptocurrency miners turning to renewable energy sources in a bid to modernize, you know, essentially what I'm seeing as an energy company is Zion. So if people think about our company, you know, we acquired interest in oil producing assets. We've still got our oil producing asset out in Indiana. We have interests in about 60 wells in uh, Texas. And we've started acquiring leases, uh, long-term leases, one for a wind farm in Wyoming and one for a solar farm down in Colorado. So what we've created in Zion Energy is essentially an option to have a second revenue stream on the, the leases themselves. Now, why do people think this is important for our company? It seems quite a diversification. But really what it is, is it's just, it's like technologies coming together. So, you know, we're an energy company on the cutting edge of, I think, the, the energy space, the blockchain space. We've gone into tokenization. This is what our platform's all about. And Design Energy Tokenized Fund owns interests. We also own coal reserves in uh, Illinois as well. So, you know, we've got a number of different assets in there. So why do we want to do Bitcoin mining alongside? Well, essentially, we've got the access to the land. So we've got essentially cheap land that's already connected to the grid. So that's a huge thing. You know, the other thing that what we've got is essentially we've got this capability to power the Bitcoin mining from alongside the oil wells, alongside the solar farm, alongside the wind farm. So these are things that are actually starting to happen. And to me, this is key for the development of our company because, yeah, we can be a tokenized fund. So if anyone invests into Zion Energy, yeah, you want interest in these oil wells, you want interest into this solar farm, you want interest into this wind turbine and a wind farm. But what you're also we're going to do is we're going to do Bitcoin mining connected to the solar farm. We're going to do Bitcoin mining connected to the oil wells. We're going to do Bitcoin mining connected to renewable energy. And it creates a second revenue stream. And because it's already connected to the grid, you know, we've already got access to it. And the reason why Bitcoin mining was so big in China and it was powered by coal, because that's essentially where the cheapest electricity in the world was. So this is what's key in terms of the development of our company and what we're doing going forward. So as we start to develop the business going forward and we move into green Bitcoin mining is we've got access to land. This land is connected to the grid. This land has the option for renewable energy, has the option to continue to produce oil and gas. You know, on the oil wells we have down in Indiana, you know, we've it's got access to 150 acres. So the oil wells that are sitting there are only taking up a small percentage. You've got the tank battery. It's all connected to the grid. We've got the electricity coming in from wind to two places within that. So we've got two electrical points powering all these wells with Wynn Electri um, elect Electrical Company, which is a major provider of electricity down there. And then what we're going to do is have these big containers sitting right next to them, getting powered by this infrastructure so we can provide this opportunity to provide Bitcoin mining at cheaper electricity and cheaper land. And this is what we're moving into. And this is what's so exciting for it. And then because China's pulling out of Bitcoin mining, the US is now becoming the number one hub of Bitcoin 
and other cryptocurrency mining in the world. And this is just, as Shep said, it's increased 151% in the last 12 months alone. So what's it gonna be like for the next 12 months? You know, it's just gonna grow and grow and grow. And if you think about what our company's involved in, in blockchain and tokenization, we're tokenizing this. And then what we're doing is we're allowing people out there with this opportunity to essentially invest into this as well. And that's actually what's key. Let me let me put you, bring you back in here just now, Shep. So let's have a okay. look at all the other articles that we're looking to bring in today as well. So if we think about what's happening in the space, oh, sorry, we'll talk about that one in a second. Let's look at this one talking about stable coins. So if you think of what's happening in there, now this is an article from MasterCard, and I'll leave the link below for people to read, you know, stable coins and FAQ on these digital assets. So what you're finding is in the space, you've got every single major, you know, um, company out there who's looking to involved in technology, involved in finance. We're getting a bit of feedback from you, Shep, actually. I think you've got your phone on at the same time. So it's um, so what that's looking to do is it's allowing these companies out there that, you know, if you said is Visa or MasterCard or PayPal involved in Bitcoin and cryptocurrency three years ago, it just wasn't at all out there. You know, you weren't looking at these companies. You weren't looking at major international banks looking at this technology. So really, in terms of what you're looking to develop and what's so interesting, this is and this is probably one of the best articles I've actually read about stable coins themselves, and it's from MasterCard. So you're thinking MasterCard, Visa, these companies are now getting involved in blockchain. They're getting involved in digital currency. So everything out there is starting to happen, and the bigger and bigger players are coming in there. And if you go to our new section on our platform, which is energy tokens, you know, every day we are publishing key articles to do with the blockchain cryptocurrency market space, looking specifically at energy, but looking, you know, other companies involved in this as well. And these are things we're going to look to, to develop going forward and talk about on our podcast when we go live so people can start to see this. But anyone else out there, you can go to energytokens.io, you can click the news articles, and you can subscribe to our news articles and get these updates coming out from this. So that's really interesting in what we're trying to do and what we're trying to sort of uh, provide information on. And if we come back to our platform and what we're looking to do is, you know, we've got podcasts. So all our podcasts we've done so far, they're here. We'll be going to in-depth studies. A lot of our podcasts involve interviews as well. So that's available for people there. And then again, the About Us section, we've got the library section in there as well, whereby we provide, you know, background information on different things happening out there. This one looks at asset-backed tokens. Um, this one's particularly looking at the benefits of like NFTs. So, you know, we're developing this hub of information for people to be able to access this. And our company is just one of the leading providers in the space itself. So what I'm going to do now is I see we've got a comment coming in what we're doing here. And this is from Samuel Miller. Let me put this up here. 
So this is great. There's Sam there. Young Samuel Miller, he actually worked for the company in the early days of that as well. So hope life's treating you well, Sam. You know, comes from a great family as well. But he came in and started to work with us. So that's a great question from Sam is like, how will Bitcoin mining affect the dividends of shareholders? So essentially what we're looking to do is once the energy tokens platform goes live, so people will be able to trade their tokens. So the plan is these are security tokens. They're not cryptocurrencies. So looking back to Sam's question, when the energy tokens trading platform goes live, what are we going to have on there? Well, we're going to have different asset-backed tokens, but we'll also have the, the Zion Energy token that's going to be listed in there. So what we'll look to do is any of the early Zion shareholders, anyone who's in, uh, invested in Zion coin, this is going to provide you the first access for liquidity. Now, we're going to be working with this company, Securitize. They're looking for their ATS to be live, you know, sometime this month. And then we're looking for an onboarding process there as well for the next six, eight weeks. So ideally, before the end of the year, people will be able to uh, trade their investments in the company from Zion Energy. Now, at the moment, obviously, because the company's not trading on any exchange, we're not providing any dividends to any of the, the shareholders. But this is what Sam's uh, alluded to is once we are actually Bitcoin mining, the way we're looking for it to develop is every quarter or every six months, we still have to work out depending on how much Bitcoin mining we're able to do is that any holder of the Zion Energy tokens, they'll be able to get distributions um, either in Bitcoin or Ethereum based on what we're actually looking to mine. So any of the early shareholders, this will be to encourage them to hold on to their investment with the company. Because what we want to do is as we start Bitcoin mining, yeah, we're not going to be getting a one Bitcoin each based on your investment unless you own a huge part of the company. What you'll be looking at is fractional interest of Bitcoin. But, you know, Bitcoin's rising all the time. So if we're able to provide fractional interest in Bitcoin to any of the Zion Energy token holders who've invested in this, this is why I think it's going to be really beneficial to them because this is something we're looking to do. And then, you know, Ronnie, who we're working with in the Illinois Basin now as well, you know, we're just turning on the, the pumps for, again, for our producing asset down there on the pots lease. But we've also got the capability to start Bitcoin mining right next door to where we're actually having storage facilities as well. So Ronnie's checking this out for us just now, but Ronnie's really interested in helping develop this with us as well. So, you know, that's really interesting. And then I actually think the Illinois Basin, uh, you know, I've already spoken to Countrymark about what we're doing and a bit about this Bitcoin mining happening there. You know, and I envision the next five to 10 years that, you know, all the small operators for oil and gas projects out there in Illinois, Indiana, you know, they'll be able to do Bitcoin mining on site purely based on what I talked about before was this cheap electricity. Because really, we're not coming in as the experts with servers. You know, you're looking at containers They'll have servers, they have fans, they have infrastructure in it. What we're able to provide is essentially cheap land. Well, we've got the land anyway, so they have access to land and then essentially cheap electricity. And, you know, you know, the lowest uh, denominator in terms of what we're able to provide in the Bitcoin mining space is this cheap electricity. Now, if we can start to connect, you know, um, solar um 
panels, uh, wind turbines, providing renewable energy connected to this, again, that takes it one stage further because now you're starting to move into green Bitcoin mining and that's how it works. So it's not one simple thing, it's multiple things all together. So, you know, great question for Sam. Thanks for coming on board. Haven't spoken to Sam in a while, actually. I hope his mother's making sure he uh, behaves himself. Uh, great young man, met in the golfer, uh, out in the golf range, and he did a great job for the company when he was over in California. So thanks very much for the comments, Sam. So back to you, Shep, there just now. So, um, so what are your thoughts on it then, all, Shep? I think it's a pretty amazing time to be involved in all this because when it comes down to the networking, everything with the renewable energy and the assets for uh, cheaper access to electricity and so forth of that nature is all paramount, especially when it gets into the infrastructure, uh, green into the Bitcoin mining likewise. And having the land also is quite essential to be able to bring in the mining interests of the Bitcoin with yeah. the mining rigs likewise. Yeah, uh, you know, Shep sourced the land for us in Colorado. So let's let's bring this land up so everyone can see what we're talking about. There's the, there's the, an image of there. So what do we see in the background? That looks like a bit of a large mountain in there, Shep. Tell everyone a little bit about the land and uh, where are we right now in America? Uh, that is the fifth tallest uh, mountain in the lower 48 of the Rocky Mountains. That is Mount Blanca. It uh, peaks out at 14,368 feet above sea level. And it is the fifth tallest uh, mountain peak in the state of Colorado. And this is in Alamosa County. Um, there is grid on the, on the property, fiber optic internet, power, and so forth for the mining rigs, likewise. Yeah, and so th this is the property. Well, this is adjacent to the property we pulled up online earlier, Shep. So, you know, there's infrastructure you can see in the back, as Shep said. It's already connected to the grid. This is key for us. I know there's people out there wanting to do off-grid Bitcoin mining powered by wind turbines, etc. And we'll be able to get these people on the show to speak about the benefits of that. And that technology is even greater because they're using it by satellite. But for what we're doing, Shep, we need to ensure that we are connected to the grid 24-7. And the way it will sort of work with the, the solar farm down there is it'll be a small solar farm. So we'll be feeding electricity back onto the grid, but we'll be pulling electricity from the grid in the same way you run your solar panels in your house. You know, you're running solar panels in your house right now in California. Essentially, you're feeding electricity onto the grid and then you're pulling electricity from the grid as well. And that's the same thing that we are looking to do here out in Colorado. So it's not like we're reinventing the wheel. All we are doing is providing the sort of lower cost in terms of electricity itself. Anything else you'd like to say about Colorado there just now then, Shep? Um, the fact is that the gradient of the land, the longitude, the latitude of the whole region is perfect for uh, solar panels as well. There is no obstructions whatsoever in the whole area. Um, the infraction potential of the sun is right near 80 to 90% given any time throughout the day, which is, uh, which is also beneficial when it comes to, uh, in effect, not only feeding the power back into the grid, just like Al brought on the table with the uh, houses in California with solar uh, panels on them likewise. So essentially it, it will operate the same way. 
Yeah, perfect, Shep. And, you know, anyone out there interested to learn more of what we're doing in terms of energy tokens, you know, our business plans available. Uh, we've sent it out to our shareholders. A lot of shareholders out there, if you're... Um, they haven't received it or it's actually gone into your spam potentially because it was quite a large attachment, you know, just send a message into investor relations at zion.com and you can get our up-to-date business plan that'll tell a little bit more about the direction of the company and what we're doing. Um, so we're going to move on to our final topic of the day, which will continue to keep going, um, is chewing the cud. So chewing the cud today is... A little bit controversial as always, Shep. Let's just pop this one in here. <clears throat> Let's talk about Afghanistan. The whole of America can't talk, you can't stop talking about Afghanistan. I think everywhere in the world is just talking about Afghanistan right now. But I think this is to me, you know, whatever you want to think about what's happened in terms of America pulling out and leaving $113 billion worth of weapons behind for the Taliban might not be the best sort of defensive strategic strategy. This is one of the saddest stories that I've read coming out. It's like Taliban announced new rules for female students. So in going forward, females and males in Afghanistan will no longer be allowed to be taught together. This is going to happen in schools and in universities. Uh, unfortunately, there's not enough female university teachers out there. So it means like you know, they were talking 80 to 90 percent of the courses that women can get in Afghanistan. Will, they will no longer be able to get educated there as well. So to me, this is one of the saddest things you see. You know, when you talk about, um, you know, I, I always talk about uh, having a son who's autistic, people being marginalized. You know, you think for women's rights and what's happening across the world. It's unbelievable to think that this is now happening again out in the Middle East, whereby women and young girls will no longer be able to get education, or if they're going to get education, you know, essentially it's going to be limited. It's going to be, you know, <clears throat> based on your gender, you know, and then obviously the dress code's going to represent the dress code that you see here today. So again, it's moving back the way, you know, so it's, it's a super sad scenario on that, you know. Have you got any thoughts on that, Shep? Yeah, it's a, I, what I can say, it's appalling. The fact is that uh, young ladies and girls over there will not be able to further their education because that's the highest enlightenment and enrichment in a person in their whole life because education is one thing nobody can take from you. It's something you hold with you all through your days. And I find that very saddening likewise, Al. It's very yeah. saddening. I think that's a, I think that's a great point to finish on there just now then, Shep. So, so that's great. Then this is our first one that we're going to go live. We're going to basically start to do sort of daily updates. We'll look at different news stories that's going to come out. We'll speak about development of the energy tokens platform, the the opportunities coming in, updates and tokenization. We'll focus on what we're doing with the company, as well as talk about the key news stories of the day. Because I think for people to understand that you've not missed the boat with this technology. This technology is going to change the world in the same way the internet's changed the world. All you're going to see over the next, um, you know, 
18 months is a huge adoption of this technology. And, and then that's exactly what's about to happen, Shep. And, you know, that's what's so exciting about it. You know, we've been involved in this essentially since 2018. We are coming from the energy side of the uh, this um, the spectrum in terms of what it is. But, you know, the financial side of things, we'll talk about everything involved in this. We'll talk about major players and what they are doing to get involved in the space. We'll talk about how big the market space is right now. You know, they're looking at the cryptocurrency blockchain space now being worth over $2 trillion. And wow. 2030, they think that could be anywhere between five to six trillion dollars as well. So that's a huge growth that's going to happen in this market space, and it's going to be bigger than that going forward. So anyone out there who's interested in blockchain, Bitcoin, energy tokenization, you know, look out for the podcasts. They'll be available online for people to watch back afterwards. So thanks very much, then, Shep. Thanks to everyone. Thank out you very there. much. You've been watching Boom, It's on the Blockchain. Thanks, Sam, for the, the comment. Appreciate that. Hope the family's doing well. Have a nice day.